Why would you want to listen to two old guys yelling at clouds? And the worst thing? One of them likes the Boston Bruins. Ooh, you suck! Like, really likes them. Like, sleeps in their jersey. Anyways, if you're still listening, here are Adam and Steven. Yes, welcome all to it. This is the Old Men He Yell at Clouds podcast, when we get together to talk about the things that matter to us, even though we have technical issues. We'll get into that. Uh, <laughs> it is episode number 96. It is March the 6th. It is approximately 1 p.m. We are podcasting live from Vancouver, British Columbia. And of course, my name is Adam. I'd like to introduce my bearded co-host. Hello, Stephen. Hello, Adam. Um, nice to see you. Oh, if you can see me, all this technical yeah. bullshit. But uh, you can help out these technical issues by supporting our podcast. Hit oldmanheelatclouds.com, subscribe to our podcast, and even donate to us because, well, I need it, especially this week. Uh, <laughs> let's start with computer gear off the bat. Did Canada Post deliver your battery? Hey, hey, look what I got right here. It's still boxed <laughs> up, though. I, but I did receive it earlier in the week. I'm so fucking busy that I just haven't had time, man. In fact, when we're done here today, I've got to do some more work, some real work. Yeah, I know. That, I know. Uh, something that I'm actually getting paid for, not this fucking stupid podcast. But, <laughs> uh, I, I love you, but uh, yeah, please donate. Please help us out. That's Adam's funny. having all kinds of fucking problems Fuck, on his side. No, Okay, so first, here's, here's what happened first. <laughs> Everything was up and running, and then I lost my audio somewhere. I don't know what happened, so we reboot... And then I lost my camera. So after that happened, don't know what was happening. Everything was working fine. I got nothing. So now I am, I, I'm recording through on my computer, but my, our video so we can see each other is coming through uh, my phone because it's set up so I can see you. Uh, shit, you don't have to see this ugly mug. You're not missing much. I did get a haircut and shaved my beard. Oh, though, so, uh, ooh. I am wow. Yes, right. nice. But uh, just for you. Um, Thank you. I appreciate that. But, you know, speaking of getting fucked, uh, so <laughs> I actually made headlines through Vancouver is Awesome. I'm kind of famous when I tweeted gas was at $2.09, but I have breaking news. When I went to get my coffee this morning, gas was at two oh nine oh point nine. seriously? Yep. Holy shit. So it rose another nine cents. Yes. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, yep. we are getting fucked. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, that's, that's terrible man see is, that's why I don't drive yeah sorry sorry I do drive but it's why I don't own a car that's why and for those of those keeping track 27 plus 9 it rose 36 cents in 5 or 6 days so 36 cents yeah. in 6 days how is that even legal yeah that's there's that's robbery for sure yeah we are getting fucking that's gouging there's there's no I mean prices were always were already going up I think and uh, what is it? Is it this Russian-Ukraine war that's driven up? It, it driven it up even higher because because the price of oil has gone up it since has. the war started. Uh, so it, I don't know. I guess that's probably uh, it's a direct correlation there. I guess between the price of oil, the price of the pumps is going to go up. But you know what? All of that money still goes in the into the fucking pockets of these oil and gas executives. Oh yeah, uh, and they're just making a fucking killing. Yeah. It's crazy. I fucking hate that industry. It needs to fucking die. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. And I don't yeah. think everyone's yeah, test like, so before it used to cost me about 80 ish dollars to fill my tank up. I haven't filled up since the new gas prices. So I didn't fill up at the 194 or $2, but I'm going to have to fill up at some point this week. I'm assuming it's going to be around 209. 
and uh, yeah. that's not going to be good. Yeah, I I don't know what else what to say there, man. It's just it's uh, it pisses me off, and like I said, I don't even own a vehicle anymore, and I'm still fucking annoyed about it. So um, <laughs> yeah, it sucks. They're pricing us out of here. I I two oh nine. So that's you know yeah. like that's two dollars a liter. So if your car say is you know fifty liters, two dollars yeah. times you're a hundred bucks, hundred bucks right there. So. Yeah. I, I had to redo all my budgets this week to uh, calculate for the gas up and running. So, and I I spoke to my mom and dad yesterday. I think yep. um, they're in Alberta, and the the price of gas there I think was about a buck sixty or something like that. So it's forty cents cheaper. Yes, it's high for Alberta. They they've never seen gas prices that high. I don't think. Yep. Uh, but why is forty cents more here in BC? Why? Like like seriously. Like we are, like we do have oil and gas um, here in here in BC. Yep. You know, so it's not like it's yeah. I so I I just don't get it. I just don't get it. A lot of that comes through the pipelines and stuff this way because you know we have to export it somehow. So it's not like it's costs all of this money for us to get that product from Alberta, right? So why is it so fucking expensive here? And I like, I mean, I like everything else, I guess it's so expensive, but it just, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be. And everything's going up in price, rent, groceries, gas, and yeah, we are fucked. We oh, are fucked. Yeah, I don't know how we're going to survive here sometimes. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you saw this, but yeah, we, we talked about this before. Uh, the cup fee has now... Oh, so fuck yeah. They tried to yeah. eliminate it, so voted seven to four. And what's interesting about this is that the that fee goes doesn't go to the city of Vancouver. It goes directly to the multi-million dollar corporations who have zero accountability for it. So are these guys getting a 25 cent raise per cup? Like how does, you know, what's the, um, what's the, you know what I just realized because I had to reboot 15 times. I lost your fucking tabs. <laughs> oh. Reopening those right now. But I see. Okay. I can read that. Right. I have the information in my head. But, yeah, no uh, problem. It's uh, yeah, like it's it's brutal. Like it, it's, I, I I get if the city collects the fee, so it goes to things. Maybe things like shitty gas prices, but the businesses are turning this fee. Like, and as we mentioned a couple episodes ago, we can't even bring our own cops in because they're calling yeah. it a COVID protocol. Yeah, yeah. Like like you said, we talked about this previously, and I was annoyed about it back then. But at that time, I did not know that the city was not collecting this fee. I, I, I had assumed for whatever reason that, hey, this was a city of Vancouver bylaw that they were going to be somehow collecting these fees from all of the different companies. You know, whether it be, whether it be bags, like, you know, paper bags or reusable bags and these single-use cups. Yeah. I, I thought the city was collecting those fees. So, hey, I was pissed off at the time, but it was, I guess it was more at the city of Vancouver because they were the one that implemented this bylaw. Well, you're right. It turns out that, and I didn't know this, it turns out that no, the city is not collecting this money. The businesses are collecting this fee and they're turning a profit on it. That's yeah. really what it's about. They are supposed to be, uh, or they are encouraged to invest this these fees for reusable alternatives, dishwashers, so that they, for whatever it is, right? So they can do all of these things to to, to try and help the problem. Uh, well, they're probably just pocketing the money. There's oh, yeah. no regulation from the city. So so they're both to blame here, really. Ultimately, of course, it's the city of Vancouver because they implemented this bylaw and these fees in the first place. Yeah. 
But now these businesses are benefiting from them and they're putting the money in their fucking pockets. Yep. It's fucking bullshit. See, it's another fucking tax or it's another fucking thing that takes money out of our pockets and it puts it in the into the pockets of the people who are already fucking rich. Oh, yeah. It's the fucking one percenters who just keep getting fucking richer and richer and richer. And us, the regular fucking Joe consumer, uh, is paying for it. We're, we, we might as well just fucking sign our fucking paychecks over to these fucking people because it's fucking ridiculous. But the, the worst stupid. thing is it's like that recycle fee and stuff from Starbucks and stuff. You would go on and bring your cup. You can't even do that. I was, no, no. I paid for my first 25 cent cup fee because it's not here. I, I'm on the stick. So I'm about a half hour away yeah. from Vancouver. But it's only a matter of time before they realize they can make an extra 25 cents on a cup before it moves forward down this way. You know oh, what I mean? For, for sure. Yeah. So for sure. But it, yeah. 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 I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully those other uh, municipalities are smart enough to realize that, hey, they're not benefiting from this in any way. Because, again, it's these companies, these Starbucks, for example, yep. that is just pocketing the money. Uh, so hopefully these other places realize that, hey, there's no, it's not working. There's no benefit. So, yeah. So maybe they'll decide that it's not in their best, best interest to do that. You we'll would see. hope so, but who knows? I would hope so, but hey, yeah. <laughs> this world's pretty fucked up. So uh, look at the fucking people running the show. Yeah. All, all over the world. These fucking, you know, they're supposed to be smart. They're supposed to be educated. They're supposed to be uh, caring for people and compassionate and, and uh, you know, helping out, uh, helping, up the, helping out the little guy. Yeah. Well, no, they're just like, they're all the fucking same. They just care about themselves. Uh, they just care about money and they don't give a fuck what happens to us. That's yeah. really what it's about here. And then and I, was, I, hate I just want to touch on the gas and kind of ties in with this a little bit. It says, uh, I read a tweet that says the people who say you don't need a car, just bike everywhere are the same people who attend city council meetings and throw a tantrum over the idea of building apartments and additional sky trains next to UBC. So present and future citizens can actually commute without a car. Those are the, I don't know if you, because at one point in my life, I tried to attend some city council meetings just to try to make a difference and see what was going on and get involved in the politics and, and do all that stuff. But I quickly realized that, one, these people are stupider than I am. So it's hard <laughs> to make a point because they just, they're set on one thing and they don't want to do anything. And two, that it was just a waste of time. It's, they just go around in circles. They don't approve anything. So it, it brings me to the point, whereas how did this get approved and pass? And then why, with so much public outrage, it got voted seven to four? So like the seven people voted for it, it's four people like said no toward it. Like, how was that? Like, I just don't, I, I just don't understand. Do these people like getting fucked over? Do they like paying extra for simple commodities? Like if you go buy coffees for your coworkers, say you have a team of four, you're paying a dollar in coffees, you know, like yeah. it doesn't seem yeah. like a lot, but it's, you know, at the end of the day, it adds up. Well, sure. Of course it adds up. Yep. And then of course it's not really solving the problem that it was intended to in the first place. Right. Yeah. They're not, they're, they're not preventing these cups from any fewer cups from landing on the fucking streets and in the garbage and in our landfills and polluting this fucking world, right? So that's what it's supposed to do, and it's not doing that. Yeah. So why? So why bother? Yep. I, I don't. I don't get it. Yeah, it's uh, like it, like it's bad enough if they implemented this bylaw and and you know the city is pocketing it in some way. Hey, if they're putting it to good use, then well, then fine. But yep. but the fact is they're not. 
So it's stupid. If they're not going to re- be able to regulate this, then, then why implement the bylaw in the first place? Yeah. It's Again, these fucking bureaucrats are just a bunch of losers. I, I just don't. It would be a different case if they were taking this money, like this 25 cents, and throwing it toward our gas tax or something like that. But they're not. Oh, well, yeah. Well, they're um, not, yeah. And that's it's just it's just really sad that uh, yeah. we're just we're getting screwed in so many different angles now. And I, I don't know. Yep. I just I don't know. But I'm giving yep. up a little bit. Giving up a little bit. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's the world we live in, unfortunately. And again, it's and it, hey, it, you know what? I keep bringing it up. Capitalism. Yeah. It's capitalism at its fucking worst. That's yep. really what it's what it's about here. It fucking sucks. Yeah. But you know what? Speaking of gas and cups and stuff, I, I, I figured out the gas problem single-handedly. Here in Vancouver, we should tax the bikers. Time to make them pay for the roads since they think they own it. The cyclists, you mean, or <laughs> yep. bikers? Cyc- the cyclists, cyclists, bikers. Yep. Well, you're saying, well, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I don't know. I'm not picking sides because I don't, like I said, I don't have a car, so, but I also don't have a bike. So I'm not, I'm not one of the bikers yeah. who think they own the fucking roads either. So, um, so I, th- you know what, overall, in general, I guess, big picture, I have no problems with the bike lanes. They're far from perfect. That's for sure. Yep. It, sometimes it doesn't make sense when they put in fucking bike lanes and take away one of the fucking lanes or two of the lanes of a busy street or something like that. Um, but it, overall, big picture, you know, they are trying to encourage people to take transit, to bike, you know, whatever it is, because again, it comes back to climate change and uh, people really do have to stop driving. People have to stop using oil and gas. People have to stop polluting uh, because, yeah, in 10 years from now, we, we are going to be fucked. We really are. Oh, yeah. People, pe- people think climate change is really bad right now. Wait 10 fucking years and see what the fucking 30s are going to be like. It's going to be fucking hell. Things are going to be pretty bad. Yep. They, they will. And, uh, you know, some people are even saying, some of the experts are saying that we are probably at the, almost at the point now where it's, you know, it, are we going to ma- be able to make things better? Because, you know, it's, 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 uh, things are that bad right now. And, it's, um, yeah. So, I don't know. It's a good thing we didn't have kids because it's going to be a fucking shitty planet in 20 years. Yeah. I think beyond our lifetime, I think yeah, our kids, kids, or our kids yeah. are going to, if you have kids, are going to go through it in the next, you know, 50 years. But their kids are, I think, are the ones who are going to be even more fucked. Uh, if there is a planet by then, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's brutal. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to say. You know, there's either going to be a fucking World War Three and some nukes going off or else we're, we destroyed the planet because of climate change. So... Either way, we're fucked. Either way. Either way. <laughs> hey, 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 that's that's sounding extreme. But hey, the way things are going, man, it's it's uh yeah. <laughs> this this planet is a mess. It really is. It's facts, man. Like it's you're not making yeah. anything up, but yeah, uh, there was that thing that's what who announced the UN, whatever the climate change paper got released maybe two, three weeks ago. What the fuck was that thing called? Shit, I don't know. But it was like three, like three thousand five hundred pages of how to make this world better and whatever it was. I forget who released it, but anyways, yeah. The the Coles notes is we need to make some sort of change, and I and I guess you're right. I guess that the bikers and transiting and and all that shit does make a difference. But 
you know, if we are being taxed so much just to drive and or to use a cup or whatever it is, the cyclists are kind of doing it for free. Is that the intention to get more people on the road or should you include them in paying some sort of bike tax or insurance or something as they ride around the city? Because the way things are going, you know, I think they're next, but if they do get taxed next, will that take some of the pressure off our backs? I'm pretty sure if you asked, like did an impromptu poll, if you tax the bikers and like there's a poll of 100, I'm pretty sure it'd be, they would ask them to pay some sort of equal pay for it because why are we paying it as and they're not? I get the fact that they're trying to save the planet by biking to work or doing whatever it is to work, but um, I don't know. It just becomes a shit show. It does, but but you know we're already taxed to death. Where do you where does it stop? I don't I don't think more taxes is the answer. Uh, I don't again I don't have an answer necessarily, but implementing more fees, more taxes, whatever you want to call it, and tar- trying to target a specific group of people who ultimately are trying to do some good and not drive and try to save the planet and. Yes, maybe it is sounding like I'm siding with the with the cyclists now. And again, I'm not. I'm really not. Yeah, but, yeah. but I guess just, just yeah, yeah. No more fucking taxes. Yeah, it's just, it's just it, taxes. Taxes don't work most yeah. times. It seems. And again, we we already talk about we're being taxed to death, and we're already you know the cost of living is going up everywhere. Yeah. Implementing more taxes isn't going to help. I don't think so. Yeah, but who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. But let's move. It on. sucks all around, man. So now that uh, I'm not strained by a camera, I can actually show you the new setup because I am now okay. On yeah, the phone. yeah. So that was a good thing. Yeah. Let's see if I can flip this around. There we go. So ah. there is there is the new setup. So I got two nice. 24 inch monitors up here, plus my okay. BS 34 at the top. So that's what the new setup looks like. Cool. So that took me eight hours to do last week because of cable management and and all that shit. So that took a bit of a that was a bit of a shit show, but it's she's up and running now, and I can't put me back to where I was. (laughs) I'm just I'm not winning today. Audio, it's just not winning today. I'm not winning today with technology. I don't know what's going on. There we go. Okay, I got it. Um. So I don't know if did I go into the story on monitors last week? I had to buy my Wait. monitors. Uh, I went well. I'll just give you the Coles notes. So I went to a couple different stores. They didn't have the size. They had a, a size that was a twenty-two inch monitor, uh, but it had these big ass bezels. So with said bezels, um, okay, fine, fuck, whatever. But it was it, it would fit in the space, the small little space that I got here. But I'm like, I don't really like them because the monitors aren't that greatest and whatever it is. So I decided to go to London Drugs. They had this great deal on some Samsungs. I picked up Samsungs. But these Samsungs are now bezel-less. They have no bezels on the thing. So I can't clamp my webcam mount to oh, them yes. because yeah. it'll yeah. fuck up the monitor. So I was like, okay, well, I can get around that by doing this. I bought this like clip thing for my... Elgato face cam, which isn't isn't working right now, and I have no idea why. But but I was gonna try to figure out how to mount it on this monitor up here, but I wasn't able to work it. So I have now ordered a monitor like face arm thing that I'm gonna bring up from the right over here, so it'll just be in this corner. So it'll always be always be ready to rock. 
but right, it's not going to come because it's the cheap one off Amazon because, well, we're cheap. Uh, it's like $89, whatever it is. It mounts on the back of the desk and kind of mounts over this way. So it okay. will always be permanently fixed. But right now, this is the weird, uh, it's like at a, I have it mounted on my, whatever this awning thing is, is right here. So oh, it's, it's off the here, door, <laughs> off the door. So you can see me, whatever it is. I tried to mount it off the mic stand, but yeah, yeah it wasn't really working. So I was like, fuck. So I'm like, Oh, just open the door. And that seems to be the quick fix right now. So, well, what a shit show. Uh, but I bring this up because we talked about, um, I, I'm still experiencing headaches and with these yeah. monitors on and the newer kind of meds and like the less light, whatever it is, because those monitors were 19 years old. I, I mean, I am a little more screen time. I'm still trying to limit my screen time to less than two hours a day. But uh, as of right now, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not feeling my eyes strain. And I don't know if it's because the monitors are actually bigger and the text is a little bigger now because we're getting old, can't see shit, or if it's the actual monitors themselves. So I, I think it's a combination of both, but. I, yeah. I do notice a difference in uh, in my eyeballs, so that's you know that's a plus. Yeah, well, that's good news. Yeah, so maybe money well spent then. And uh, I mean, one of the monitors died, so you had to do something anyways. Do something, but yeah. still, maybe it was maybe it was not a bad thing to uh, for that thing to finally kick the bucket and pick up something new and better. So, so uh, that's good. I'm glad it's glad you're feeling a little better. Anyways, that's the plan. Anyway. Uh, Good stuff. What the fuck else happened this week? Oh, I went to um, I went saw the Batman last night in the oh, yeah. VIP theater last night. It was still at the fifty percent capacity, so you know it wasn't that bad. But that's now been changed, so everything is all sorts of different and a full capacity at movie theaters and different. So that's kind of scary. But at the end of the day. It, it leads into the next subject. Are we at an endemic now? And, um, yeah. you know, it's it's an interesting question to ask because all the restrictions and stuff are being lifted. It's becoming uh, in Montreal, no, not Montreal, in Quebec, they lifted all of the, well, lifted most of the restrictions in Quebec. The vaccination passport in Quebec will no longer be required as of last Wednesday, March the 2nd. And masks will no longer be required in mid-April. But you still have to wear a mask on public transit and on the bus, which is public transit, or on the plane, which is, right. um, which I think is very interesting. Well, plane, planes for sure, because yeah. I think they're they're they are federally mandated. So that's that it's the it's the government of Canada who, when it comes to flying, who has implemented that uh, restriction. Yeah. So regardless of what Quebec or any other province does, uh, you still need to wear a mask when you fly. Quebec isn't the only one. Alberta is completely wide open now. I think they're open as of March 1st. Uh, I don't think there's any restrictions in Alberta anymore, is there? I don't think so. I, I've been, I don't think so either. So I think next week, are they reviewing uh, it, things here or in the next within the next couple of weeks, they might be reviewing. I think they said mid-March and then they're going to review again in mid-April or something like that. Uh, numbers are trending down yep. overall, hospitalizations, ICU uh, cases, that sort of thing. So would they be would they be reducing other further res restrictions here in British Columbia too? I don't know. I don't think, you know, people are hung up on this as well. And 
the people are seem to be quick to call things that or put put the status at the endemic state here right now when it comes to covid i keep saying uh it's too soon i keep thinking it's too soon i will continue to wear a mask in indoor public spaces and just be even if it is endemic and i don't think we're there yet even if it is endemic it doesn't mean that people can't get sick it doesn't mean that you can't pass this thing on to others who might be more vulnerable to vulnerable than you are so i i don't you know people are i mean we're two years in people are tired of this i get it but still it's think about others who uh who may still be susceptible to this and who may not be able to handle it as well as maybe you will so i don't think i i think calling it endemic is is wrong i'm not a scientist i'm not a doctor and people keep going on about herd immunity as well and saying that oh yeah well everybody's going to get it uh and that's the only way out of this and well that's not true either because i don't think herd immunity is ever going to work if people aren't vaccinated and of course we know that 10 percent of the population is not is not double vaccinated at least never mind triple so you know we're we're not going to be out of this for a while yeah they're going to go ahead and maybe lift restrictions but this isn't ending and for people to think that this is over is wrong you know it's just it's wrong it's 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 um you're ignorant if you really think that this is over in in the next little bit because it's not going to be uh i found this website called science up first and it was just a link off twitter i think i got it off that uh that Barack cats that site that you shared yesterday or the uh, last episode and um a couple of the key, the key uh, points here are, unless vaccines are everywhere, the COVID-19 pandemic isn't going anywhere. And we know yeah, that because it's, it will still transmit. It will still go. It's virology. No matter what happens, it's going to get through. Like they're saying that it's going through masks now. You only can wear an N95 mask for 45 minutes or an hour or an hour, whatever it is. Like that's not good news, man. Like it's still alive and well. And like you said, I will continue to wear my mask because I work with the public and I don't trust these fucks. Um. But another point that I thought thought was very interesting is it's it says endemic equals mild, and it, the equals has a slash through it. So it says the common cold is an endemic, but so is malaria. There were two hundred forty one million cases and uh, six thousand shit uh, six thousand or six hundred twenty seven thousand malaria deaths worldwide in twenty twenty during the holy endemic, shit really yep wow. Uh, during endemics, it is also possible to have outbreaks. So that's the key phrase because the, the virus will always mutate and move forward. Delta, Omicron, what was the first strain of, I guess, COVID itself is the first strain of the virus as it was anyways. So they continue to mutate as they're going down. And then there's that new one that's been in a, the SA1 or the SB1 or whatever the fuck it's called now, the newest strain of COVID. Like this, this shit's not going anywhere. And like you said earlier, no. If you uh, if you think it's going somewhere, you are you're highly mistaken. Is it going to be harder to? Uh, th- well, you know, with that without saying, what was I going to say? It's not going to be harder to catch it uh, because you're still going to be it's still transmissible, and that's what people aren't understanding. Yes, people are sick and tired. Yes, it's been two years, but it's still you can still catch it if you're in the room with someone with COVID. Ten to one is you're going to catch it, and they're saying even the new strains are even more likely you're even more likely to get to catch it which is the shitty yeah. thing but it's uh, yeah. it's it's crazy yeah well that's why they keep fucking two years yeah yeah well that's why they keep saying that it's um 
that's why people can keep thinking that everybody is going to catch this eventually and uh, and that's where the herd immunity comes from but but again it's with the different strains uh, because not everybody's vaccinated it's just it's not going anywhere man it's uh, the pandemic is not going anywhere so yeah. So enough with this endemic uh, status here, because that's just not the case at all. I've been trying so fucking hard myself. Like I've been, I think I've been going that extra mile to make sure that I don't get it. And so I'd be, you know what? I'd be pissed off if I actually caught this thing. I yeah. really would. They keep saying everybody's going to get it, but I don't give a shit. I'm going to still try and do whatever I can to make sure I don't. Yeah. Uh, I, I keep, I keep, you know, it just doesn't seem like anybody's talking about long COVID anymore, and they really need to be. Yeah. You might yeah. get a mild case of COVID-19, uh, but you could still have long-term effects uh, that will that are systemic. Like, they can affect other parts of your body. You know, you might have a bit of a cough and a sore throat, and, hey, you might get think you're going to get better. It can still spread through your body and affect other organs. It's it is systemic, and those are long term. They can be long term, and they can you know they can harm you in other ways. So, and people just don't fucking get that. Is does the fucking flu or the or the common cold cause those same issues long term? If I get a fucking cold, it's not going to fucking cause long these long term effects that COVID nineteen will or can. Yeah. Right? And people seem to forget about that. Why? Why? What? Like they're ignorant, they're selfish, they're stupid, whatever it is. They just don't fucking care. They don't get it. And um, after two years, they just fucking want to try and get on with things. Well, it's not that simple. This isn't the fucking common cold. So, yeah. so people need to stop thinking that. People need to stop saying that because it's not. That's just not the way it is. Yeah, that's so, true. That's that's very true. And it's allergy season right now, and I don't know if you have many allergies, but my allergy season, like my allergies are fucked. And because everything's in bloom right now, because it's springtime, I'm getting my ass kicked. So I don't know if it's I don't know if it's allergies. I don't know if it's COVID. You know what I mean? Like I'm at that weird spot because it, it, yeah. it, it in 2020 it came out around allergy season. So they're like, oh, it causes sniffles and it causes like sore throats and like you know, hard breathing. And every time I thought it was allergies, you know, I would take an allergy pill, but it would take a while for it to come into effect. I'm like, when it first came out in March, anxiety was running high because I'm like, fuck, is it COVID? Do I got COVID? Did my, you know, I haven't left my house in a week. Do I have COVID? Like, what's yeah. going on? Yeah. Uh, so I am uh, hopped up on allergy meds, but uh, like I'm congested right now because of allergies, which is, you know, yeah. adds another layer to the fucking puzzle. But I don't know. I don't know what to do with yeah. it. I don't know either, man. It's, uh, I don't know. Like I said, I'm going to fucking just, I'm going to keep trying my fucking best to do whatever I can to make sure I don't fucking catch this thing. So people need to fucking continue to stay the fuck away from me yep. and just fucking wear your mask. It, yeah. It's still mandatory here in BC, man. So yeah. just fucking keep wearing them for now. And, uh, um, I don't know. We'll see what happens in a couple of weeks or maybe next month. I don't know. Obviously, they're going to probably lift them eventually, and uh, right now is certainly too soon. We'll see what happens in a month or two from now. Yeah, and I uh, was just looking it up on March the 3rd, tweeted by Richard Zeusman. He says the BC Liberals are going to ask about getting rid of COVID restrictions. The changes will be announced next week. Adrian Dix says the province has been on consistence on how they lift and put in restrictions. So that's yeah. after. 
Also, another thing I found interesting is that last weekend, Metallica played in Vegas to 70,000 people at that new stadium. Uh, from the, some of the tweets I read, there were about 5% of the people wearing masks. No one else was wearing a mask in Vegas. And then the same guy who reporting on it went and caught a plane to get back home. And yeah. he said that everyone was, had to be in a mask before they boarded the plane, unless you were two or under. Yeah. So, like, where's the data? Again, we've been saying this forever. Where's the different sorts of data for it? If they were just, uh, if they just came clean on data and what they were seeing that we weren't seeing, and be, been more transparent again, or, or more transparency toward it, I think a lot of it would have alleviated a lot of the stresses and tensions that kind of came up, especially with this full anti-vaxxer movement and shit happening. Yeah, that was uh, that was Eddie Trunk, I believe, who tweeted that. I think I saw it as well. Yeah. He's uh, he's some sort of um, he's a he's a music guy. I think he's a big uh, metal guy. I think he isn't he hasn't he been doing I don't know if he's been doing radio or he's been around for quite some time, quite yeah. a few years. I think the name's familiar. Was he a magazine guy or something or is he more radio broadcasting? I'm not I'm not sure. Anyways, uh, I've I've seen him or I've followed him. I know the name. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, it's it's a it's a valid point. It seems really confusing, obviously. And I mean, it's yeah, it's I, I don't know. I, I don't get it. Obviously, things are different in the states too, right? So, um, because you're still supposed to wear a mask at Canucks games here, right? They have opened it up yep. completely, but you're still supposed to wear a mask. Whereas that concert, Metallica concert in Vegas, I don't think they've got mask restrictions. Uh, people, 70, whatever, however many people went there. Yeah. Not wearing a mask. Um, but hey, aren't the numbers still quite high in the United States? As you know, they're still higher than they are here. People are still getting sick. People are still dying. Um, so, I don't know. So they shouldn't be able to have these concerts without or these events without you know people still masking up and that sort of thing it's just uh yeah i don't know it it, it doesn't make sense to me for sure so yeah it's fucked what are you gonna do it's fucked uh you know what else is fucked is that the big anti-vax because i see it all on facebook or i, I have some fucking friends posting about this who i've now actually recently unfollowed because i don't need that negativity in my life and this is kind of what brought me to the edge uh, there was this there's this leaked Pfizer document floating around online. I don't know if you saw it this week, but there's no credible sources for it. It's like someone typed it up because there's spelling mistakes on it. And I think for a leaked document, there wouldn't be any spelling mistakes on it. But it's, it's a leaked Pfizer report that says, oh, it affects this immune system. Oh, it affects this immune system if you get, you know, COVID or if you get the vaccine or whatever it was. And it was spreading along to all my quote-unquote anti-vaxxer people that I follow on Facebook or whatever the fuck it is. So I have since unfollowed those fucks because like I said, you don't need that that you don't need that negative energy in your life. But also to see this sort of document floating around that I don't know if it's a fear-mongering tool or, or whatever it is, you know, and I responded to one of these guys, which I should have done. I, I reached <laughs> out to her and I'm like, where's the facts for this? Like, show because she was the first one who was really going on a tangent about it. And uh, I reached out and I'm just like, hey, man, where, where, do you, where are you getting the facts on this? I kind of want to read up on it just to see if it is legit or not. No response, ghosted, blocked, whatever the fuck it was. So fuck her. But uh, yeah, anyways, I went looking for it, leaked Pfizer document. And there's stuff from 2020 that's been leaked, whatever it is, when the first, 
whatever it is. But that's since been probably changed or whatever it was. And, you know, it proves that science works. And a lot of the stuff that people don't understand is that when these vaccines and stuff get invented or pushed out is that they publish all their data to fellow scientists so those scientists can recreate their results and then move forward from that way. And that's how it kind of moves up. That's how a flu shot works or any of the vaccines that we had for now. And for the fake information to come out for this leaked Pfizer report, all those people can fuck right off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, There's so much. I mean, that's the world. That's the state we live in right now because of the internet, because of social media. It's just so easy to, to pass along information. And again, people have agendas. Um, and people have a fucking wire loose, man. It yeah. still comes down to that. I just don't understand these people, how or why they function the way they do and why they believe certain things that's just, just don't seem to make sense. Uh, and they, and, and again, they think it's science, but it's not, it's just some, it's some fucking, again, it's, it's. It's, it's, see, there's, there's lots of stuff going around right now about misinformation and disinformation. And again, it's every, every, every part of our life now is, is filled with information and a lot of it is not true. And that's why you have to kind of make sure you do some proper research. And especially if you're sharing that, what might end up being not true, you know, so, uh, you know, again, with COVID, COVID and the Ukraine-Russian war right now are probably the two biggest things that have happened recently. Um, you, you know, uh, that's are just out of control. Yeah. Uh, the amount of it, things that are not true, and again, so misinformation is people who actually spread s- stuff because you know they think it's true. They don't know any better for whatever reason. They you know think that they're going to pass this around because it's a good thing to do. That other people need to be aware of it, and there's really nothing malicious about it. There, it's still wrong. It's still wrong for people to do that. Yep. But they kind of get this something, an idea in their, in their head, and they think it's probably best to pass this stuff around. And that's, yeah, it's not good. It shouldn't be happening. Disinformation is stuff that is is information that is created that is uh, that is that is not true, and people know it's not true, and they're making this stuff on per up on purpose in order to maliciously. Um, create confusion or maliciously try and get people to convert to their beliefs as wrong as they might be. So there is a difference. The result is kind of the same, I guess, is that, you know, there is stuff, there is false shit being passed around that shouldn't be. And people need to stop doing that. And um, it's not helping anybody. And, and and again, it's a lot of it's being done to split people apart, to create tension, to create confusion. Um, it's 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 making this fucking world a, a, a terrible place. We've got enough bullshit going on right now to fight over, uh, and to you know where we need to we need to support each other, like climate change. We need to. Um, you know, we need to stick together so that we can take the steps to try and make things better so that, like we said earlier, so like future generations have a, have a fucking planet to live on. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah. So, and, and uh, you know what? I, I'm so happy that I quit social media. I mean, yes, I'm still on Twitter. Yeah. And yes, Twitter is, you know, not really any better than some of these other platforms. Facebook's the worst, man. It's just the, I, if I was still on fucking Facebook, I just, I don't know where I'd be right now if I had to. <laughs> deal with all the bullshit and see all of my friends, so-called friends, you know, and, you know, see the bullshit that they're fucking talking about. I just, I probably would have lost it. I'm just so happy that I just, I'm not there. Yeah. Cause I would not be in a better place. That's for sure. Yeah, I agree. I always, uh, I, I eventually I will be dropping, I think Facebook. I do like Instagram cause I like watching the stupid videos cause they kind of make me smile. But I'm kind of getting that through TikTok and I don't really, I follow all nerd creators. Like there are not many friends who make stupid dances and stuff. So it's kind of fun in that way because it's still learning a bunch of shit. But I'm the same way. I, I, it's time to get rid yeah. of socials. It's, uh, and they, again, it goes back to, I still want to go back and r- remove half my fucking tweets because, you know, I've had the account for 15 years and we've all grown and changed in like 15 years. So I actually might end up paying for a service to remove the last 12 years of tweets of mine because you know well but well remember remember they aren't really gone yeah. uh they are still they are still somewhere uh i can still go back even though i've deleted my previous life on twitter uh, i can still go back and you can still see old, though some of those old tweets of mine yeah even though that account does not exist uh even though um you know, even though I deleted everything before I closed that account, right? So uh, there, nothing, anything like they say, everything on the internet is is there permanently in some way on some server. It's still sitting around there. People take screen captures. I mean, you'll never completely get. You know, you'll you'll never completely remove that stuff from the internet. That's just the way it is. That's the again the world we're living in right now. That's the way. Uh, that's the way these platforms work. So, so yeah, is it worth to pay somebody for it? I, I, I don't know. Um, hopefully none of that stuff comes back to haunt you. Um, oh yeah, I don't think it will. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know if, uh, I mean, we, we all say some stupid things on Twitter or on social media. I know I have in the past. Uh, I mean, I had my Twitter account way back and when did these things first when did social media first start? I mean, I think I first set up my Twitter account and I'd have to go back because I do have a like a screen capture of it. You know, I think it was November 2007. I mean, I started on social media because working at the Black Tower, that was part of my job. Yeah. And I actually launched all of those social media accounts for all of those uh, for all of those brands. Yep. And uh, I so I jumped headfirst into social media. And uh, I was pretty passionate about it. I was pretty involved. And uh, I said some things that, you know, I probably shouldn't have. Nothing that, nothing really bad, like it's, you know, but still, I I said some things that were wrong. Yeah. I'm not the same person that I was back then. So, yeah, uh, some of that stuff could be out there still. You know, I don't know. But uh, I still thought I should move on and delete all of that, delete everything, or at least what I could, right? Not not because I was scared of anything, but because I was tired of social media. Yeah, I just yeah. didn't want anything to do with it anymore. Facebook, I will never go back. I deleted all that shit uh, again. 
to the best of my ability. It's still Facebook still probably has a fucking copy somewhere. Oh, it's sitting in the server but, somewhere. Um, sure. It's what? It's sitting in a server somewhere for sure. Oh, oh, for sure, oh, for yeah. sure it is. Um, yeah, you know, I just, I just didn't, I just didn't want anything to do with social media anymore. It's just fucking toxic, man. And like I said, if I was still on Facebook today, I'd be fucking mad. I really would. I'd be, you'd be locking me up somewhere because uh, it would probably just, it would have pissed me off so much <laughs> that uh, it would have damaged me probably. I yeah. just, I just, uh, I guess, just so time consuming. Like I said, I was pretty. Inv- I was. I was. Uh, I, I was. I was pretty active. And yeah, I'm just glad I'm not ha- having to have to worry about that bullshit anymore. So yeah, and I'm gonna have to follow your lead because um, yeah, fuck this. It's it's yeah. It's gonna, and it's only getting. It's only gotten worse. Exactly. Left, yes. Right? And that's the part that sucked. You know, it hasn't remained the same constant or whatever it is. But yeah, it's only gotten worse. Yeah, it's gotten worse because of all of this misinformation and disinformation, but it's gotten worse because all, all of these fucking people with a fucking wireless are just more vocal and they think they're right and they're spreading this bullshit around and they're not backing down from people. In fact, they are very aggressive and they are, um, you know, they're, they're aggressive, they're threatening, yep. they are, they're causing shit. Some of them maybe aren't doing it on purpose, but... Uh, yeah, they're causing shit. They're causing division. They're not helping the problems, and um, and and yeah, that's it, it, they're making things worse. They may not see that or believe that, but they are making things worse. Oh, hundred percent. And uh, and I don't want any part of that bullshit. So I I stepped away. Yep. And I will be doing the same thing eventually. Uh, eventually, eventually, you have to do it now. Just oh, I, do it. Come on, you can do it. You I'm can do it. Working on a few uh, long term contests here. Every Monday, I post a man, Monday, uh, a Metallica Monday. I post every Monday, and uh, me and seven other people in the entire Metallica family are still posting it. And they're gonna go. Yeah. the The promise is is that hopefully one day when they go on their next tour, I'll get the chance to meet all of them again. So they they came up with this challenge during COVID. I don't know if we talked about it. But they posted no. a bunch of videos, and they said, for the, the fans that keep us up the longest, we'll go on and get the chance to meet us on our next tour. So oh, okay. it's, me and, it's me and seven other dudes around the world who are posting Metallica Monday, which I find is fucking fascinating. But uh, I, yeah, always post, only uh, seven. I always post something, and hopefully they'll, they'll choose all of us and we whip around here. So that's the plan. That's the only reason why, honestly, is why I'm still on this shit. One of the main reasons is that. But... Uh, we talked a lot about misinformation and disinformation. I don't know if you're living under a rock, but there's a war going on. And it's so hard to find the fucking facts. There's a lot of stuff that's kind of clickbaity now that I found. That Barricat website is a great source, but they don't have really much stuff that's up to date. I follow a YouTuber by the name of Philip DeFranco. And he does a pretty good job of what's happening. And his website is called Road Rocket. But he, I found some stuff there. But then I went back and fact-checked some of it. And some of the facts were a little off. So I don't know yeah. if they've been updated or if he was wrong. I don't know. But again, it's, it's so hard to come out with a story and find out what's real and what's real. So all I know is that this war, war is happening. People are dying. And Putin's still a fucktard. Uh, you know, that's, I don't yeah. know. Uh, there's meetings and staff negotiations today or last week, uh, saying that, uh, you know, they're en route to try to open, keep conversation and stuff open, but that doesn't seem to be happening. Uh, you had some good stuff. 
uh, understanding the roots of Russia's war, which I found fascinating. Uh, let me just, I close that. Let me reopen that because my fucking dumb computer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 There's, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a little article that, uh, that Bloomberg, uh, posted because, you know, we discussed a little bit last week about why this is happening, about why Russia invaded, uh, invaded the Ukraine. And, um, you know, again, it's, it's something I'm trying to learn about and understand a little bit more. I, I mean, basically, like I said last week, it's, it has, is at least part of it comes down to NATO. Uh, Ukraine was talking to NATO and was wanting to, to join. I don't think that decision was imminent or anything like that, but basically I think I think, I think Russia asked Ukraine to give up their nukes or, or they basically, uh, you know, said that, hey, if you, you know, I guess if you give up your nukes, we, we will promise to never invade you. So I guess the decision to uh, maybe join NATO, obviously, that would bring the West closer to Russia. And again, there's that long border that, uh, you know, there would be a chance that, hey, maybe NATO would host some nuclear weapons uh, or, of course, any other ballistic missiles or anything like that. The closer they are, the, hey, the more threatening, I guess, it is to Russia. So I guess because of all that, um, Putin decided it was time to put a stop to it, I guess. So this is, that's certainly part of it. There is more. Like I was reading, too, like there's some stuff about... You know, even Nazism, for whatever pu- reason, Putin thinks that Ukraine is hosting a bunch of Nazis. And I don't know that Ukraine is any worse than Russia is, that's for sure, when it comes to, to you know, some of these right-wing factions and, and stuff like that. Uh, you know, so I, I think that was just kind of an excuse because he was talking a little bit about that even earlier this week. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, but again, you know, their history kind of goes back, you know, goes back centuries. And um, I, I think the other thing is that I think Russia feels that Ukraine is, when they were part of the Soviet Union, Ukraine was always the most prosperous republic, I guess, at that time of the Soviet Union. And, uh, you know, because of where it's located, because of oil and gas, um, lots of, lots of reasons. Uh, isn't it the, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's the most, they're the biggest when it comes to population or anything like that. But so I think there's, there's that part of it too. I think, I think Putin has always felt that Ukraine belongs with Russia. So Ukraine should be part of Russia. So I, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty bad. That war, of course, is still going on. Innocent lives are being lost. Yeah. It's not good. And again, there's that fucking disinformation that's being spread around. I think by all sides too. This is not, I'm not targeting Russia. I'm not targeting Putin. You know, I think the Ukraine, or at least not the government's, necessarily, but certainly people on that side are probably spreading some misinformation, disinformation as well. And it just makes it confusing. Um, of course, it just it still comes down to the fact that Russia didn't have to do this. Yeah. There should not be a war going on right now. So uh, it, it's pretty sad. Yeah, I, I, so I don't know. I, we'll see what happens. I don't even know what to say to it anymore. Like I'm still trying to find the facts. And I don't really know what to say about it because I don't know the facts. You know, everything you said, I agree yeah. with, but, you know, I can't make my yeah. own opinion because it's hard to find out what the fuck's happening. 
Uh, so well, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I think, I mean, I read this week too, that the president, uh, I always forget his name. I don't know why. I mean, he, he basically survived is, I guess that's the right way to put it. Uh, he survived three assassination attempts in the past week or since wow. this conflict started, since this war started. Uh, I don't know. Is that true? I, I I'm not sure. Um, I can you know, why it wouldn't, it wouldn't put past, uh, Russia to to try and get rid of him by any means. So it might make them a little e- make things a little easier for them if they got rid of this guy. I don't know. Uh, what else? Uh, you know, I've heard that you know there was supposed to be a, ce- a ceasefire in some regions for humanitarian reasons, like to open up a corridor for people who wanted to leave that you know they could safely get out if they wanted to. Well, I heard that Russia is still bombing these areas and it's putting a pause on these um, uh, on these people trying to leave. Uh, is that true? I, I think that's true. I think so. um, you know, it's pretty sad for Russia to be doing that if they agree to something and yet they still start bombing these places, puts people in danger, puts civilians in danger. Um, what else have I heard? Yeah, there were negotiations again this week, I think. Uh, I don't know if there's, I don't know if they're even close to, you know, calling a truce at this point, right? So the the other thing that's, that's, uh, is a problem for me is that um, this president of Ukraine wants the NATO unions, the NATO countries, to basically put a no-fly zone in place. So basically, they would they would they would um, make sure that the airspace over Ukraine was closed. Uh, it sounds like that's a no go. Like that's, and, and again, I, under, I understand that the you know Ukraine wants this to happen because it's maybe the only way that they're going to be able to survive. Yeah. But the other thing is that if the NATO countries start engaging with Russian planes, it basically directly draws these countries into the war, and I think that's what they're all trying to avoid. So. Um, because that would be World War Three, I think. Well, and Putin has said so. Putin has said so. He said that any country that helps Ukraine like this, in that way especially, is basically being drawn into the conflict. And it opens all the fucking doors. And yeah, you've got World War Three. Yeah, but, but the thing is, look what Russia has done with Belarus. Bel- I mean, Russia basically owns Belarus at this point. They're, they're in bed together. And the... Uh, Whoever the leader is of Belarus is he's he's been a friend of Putin's for for a while now, certainly since he came into power. Well, look what Belarus is doing. Russia basically drew Belarus into this conflict, and Russian forces and forces from Belarus are basically in the Ukraine right now, fighting this war together. So, so Russia's able to do it, but nobody else is. Like is like Putin's making up his own fucking rules here, man. And the guy's a fucking psycho. Yeah. And he is. He's a fucking psycho. And he, uh, everybody's. It's like everybody's scared of him, and he knows it. He, he he. Sure, we're trying to to impose these economic sanctions and do all of these things to hurt him and his country and his people. And maybe they're going to work eventually. But what's going to happen to to you know, those things do take time. What's going to happen when fucking Ukraine is destroyed? Like, I mean, it's, you look at some of the images and film and photos and stuff like that coming out. Like the fucking buildings, the streets, they're fucking yeah. a mess. Like the, the, some places are destroyed. Yeah, and rebels, yeah. And, 
So, so what good is it? Uh, I, hey, I'm not saying that's, you know, our countries get involved, NATO countries, Canada, US, and whatever, especially. I'm not saying we should be getting involved, but at the same time, what good is it going to be for Ukraine if Ukraine is destroyed and there is no more Ukraine? And, and Putin officially annexes the entire country of Ukraine as being part of Russia, like he did with Crimea. He's basically trying to do the rest of it, the, the same thing with the rest of the country. Yeah. What happens when that hap- what, what happens when he does annex the entire country? I, I mean, it's destroyed. The people are gone. Like a, one and a half million people, I think, have left already Ukraine. Like, like what's going to happen? Like, are we just going to carry on and, oh, okay, there's no more Ukraine. It's part of Russia now. Um, hey, Putin won. What, well, whatever, you know. Well, what happens when Putin tries to take over the next country? Yep. Are we just going to let him do it again? Yeah, I don't know. Like it's, like, it's, uh, like, it's, like it's fuck, man. Like, it's a, it's a really serious situation. Yeah. You know, on one hand, we just stand by and try to... It, you know, hope these economic sanctions work. And then on, on the other hand, Ukraine is fucking getting killed. Oh, yeah. Like, like fuck. I don't know. And every minute we waste, so, you know, someone's dying. And, it, you know, uh, how many people have to die for him to make his point or for the point that, you know, like it's, the answer is should yeah. be none, but it's it's not the answer. It's the whole thing. Yeah, so I don't it's, know. It's a, it's a messy situation. Yeah. It is. Like I said, I'm trying to understand the whole fucking thing, trying to keep up to date on what's happening. Again, what is real, what's not. Um, And just, and again, you know, hoping that things stop. Obviously, it has to stop because it's just, it's, I mean, it's could be past a point already where things will never be the same again. And um, I don't know. It's a problem now, but, you know, what's it going to lead to down the road? Like I said, what country is going is Putin going to pick on next? Because it just seems like we're letting him at this point. Yeah. And what's the answer? I, like uh, one thing that scared me this week is there's been a lot of talk about nukes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, like how to prepare for a nuclear invasion? Like here in Vancouver, what do you do? I'm like, I don't want to read about this shit. Or should we start <laughs> yeah. reading about this stuff? Because it seems to be it could be a very possibility will happen that nuclear might happen, and that's not a good sign. That's not good news for anybody. Oh no, nobody wins that war for sure. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. Of course, Putin. I think made a statement that sort of. Uh, implied that nuclear weapons might be a, an option. I think he's, I think he, I think he's fear mongering at this point. Uh, I'm not saying we don't take him seriously, but I'm saying that he, he's, uh, he's full of words right now, and that's really all it is. Um, but hey, you said it yourself. It gets people thinking, right? It gets people wondering. Well, shit, what's going to happen if? if they start talking nuclear and well nobody wins that so i don't know is he crazy enough to to start using those weapons because uh i i don't know yeah he i said he's fucking crazy and he's a psycho but i don't know is he that psycho is anybody that psycho at this point i i sure hope not yeah i hope not but it's a very it's a very possible thing that it could happen and that's that's the scary part you would hope well, not, but he could have started this fucking thing in the first place 
But, you know, you, you, like you said, we've yeah. talked about it for months. He's just got to fucking screw loose. Like, what do we do next? Well, hey, that's why they, they each side has their big stockpile of nuclear weapons. They, they were as a deterrence. But, like, like it's stupid. Like, yeah. each side, I mean, there, there are other countries who are considered to be nuclear countries, I guess. But, obviously, the United States and Russia have the biggest stockpile, stockpile of uh, nuclear weapons. And, like, it's in the thousands, right? So, I mean, all it takes is one. Like, do you really need that many nuclear weapons? <laughs> like, fuck. It's it's so stupid. It doesn't make sense. But anyways, they were created for a reason, mostly as a deterrent, I guess. But because they are available, does that mean that somebody is stupid enough to fucking actually fire one of those things on a on a, another country? Like, fuck. It's a scary thought. Yep. It's a scary conversation. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know I don't where know. to go. I, I don't, I don't know, know what to do about this. No, we're just asking the questions. I wish we could get some sort of I wish we could actually talk to one of these journalists down there, but they're all reporting for their lives right now. So I do not envy those reporters down there. There was a video and there was these guys are trying to go and they were going through a war zone and their car was getting shot. Did you see that? This reporter car? No, yeah. no, I didn't see it. That was intense. But uh, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Let's uh, thoughts and prayers to Ukraine for sure. And for the, like, the rest of the world for that matter. Like, holy shit. Yeah, for sure. Oh, okay, let's move on to happier things. Let's move on to music this week. The uh, I'll go first. The Mighty Tool have released a version two or OP eight two off their I guess one of their self one of their very first EPs that came out, and it's it's the same kind of song. Still opens with a bass riff. Still does all the stuff, but the uh, lyrics are the same. But they made Tool even sound like more Tool, which is crazy. The song on the album is four minutes. This new extended cut is almost ten minutes. So I actually made you listen to a yeah. ten-minute song. <laughs> but uh, yes, you did. Did you uh, do you remember the original song? And do you like this recut version or reimagined version of this? What do you uh, What do you think about this? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good. Uh, I like the remix, or I like what they've done to it. I guess it's, um, it does, yeah, it, it's it's pretty good. Yeah. I, I don't know, like what what is what is the reasoning for it? Are they just fucking around trying to make some do new music while they're bored here or something like that? I don't know what it is, but uh, hey, if you're a Tool fan, you should should like this. That's for sure. It sounds pretty good. I like it. I think that they're releasing a new box set. And I think this has to do with the new box set. Because they released that box set called Survival, Survival, Saliva. I don't know, whatever it was. But it had that wicked cover of No Quarter on it. So, right. um, yeah, I think they're releasing a new box set. But, yeah, they're on tour right now. I don't know if you saw Music News that they're releasing their latest album, Fear Inoculum, on this super deluxe vinyl cover thing that's going to cost about 600 bucks. Did you see that? Oh, wow. No, I didn't see that either. No. But uh, yeah, that's it. Tool, check it out. We'll post it on our website, oldmanhaleclouds.com. Uh, what do you got? What were you uh, spinning this well, week? So, sorry, just, just just sticking with Tool for a oh, sec. Yeah. That, that I, I don't know if it's the same version. I can't remember. But they released No Quarter previously. Like they relieved a, released a, a kind of a... Is it, uh, well, is it an album? Uh, was it an EP? I can't remember. Well, it was Salavel. 
That's it. Do you remember yeah. Sal- Salabelle? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So they, they that was that came out quite a while ago. That came out in two thousand, I think. Yeah. Uh, and no quarter was on that. Yep. Um, was there a version of this song on it too? Uh, of no. Opiate? No, yeah, so I don't think so. Opiate was one of their first one of their first albums. Yeah. yeah well, it was it, that was the EP, wasn't it? Called Opiate? Yeah. I think it was an EP called Opiate. Yeah. Yeah, it came out in nineteen ninety two. Yeah. So. Um, well, so it'll be interesting to see if they're, you know, releasing another, you know, demos or B-sides or outtakes or whatever you might might want to call it, I guess, uh, yeah. coming up soon. So um, we'll see what they what they come up with here. Uh, I think people probably just want to hear more music from Tool, as as always. Everybody's seems to be anxious for new music from that band, and of course, they take forever to release new stuff but we'll see what happens it always it's always the case with the bands that you're always waiting for new stuff and is it going to be as good as stuff like a lot of people don't even like the newest album fear inoculum i think it's fantastic yeah. it's i think it's some of the best yeah. ever done uh even each song is fucking 12 minutes but that's you know it takes you on a journey and they're not boring by any means but yeah i can't say enough good things about tool yeah i just think people need to settle down i guess because yes everybody <laughs> loves well everybody loves the band and but everybody's crying oh new tool new tool when's new tool coming out and that's all they fucking talk about man yeah. and i just i'm tired of i'm sick of hearing people talk about it because i mean it's not going to make them release shit any faster like so fucking just just Calm. shut up Calm like seriously <laughs> it's just 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 but just move on go listen to some of that old great music and hey they'll release new stuff when they're ready to release new stuff so quit fucking talking debating arguing over whether or not tool is going to be releasing new music and when they're going to be releasing new music so fuck it's just it's just crazy it's yeah that it just consumes people man it really does and i just i'm tired yeah I just try not to pay attention to that bullshit anymore because that's really all it is. Well, and it's like that with any band coming out, you know. When's sure, Gallagher sure, released, of course. Megadeth's new album coming out, like all this stuff. It's all you hear about. And when's your new go? Oh, it's it's done. We're just waiting. Like no, just drop it and let's move on with our lives. But uh, yeah, we could visit about yeah. that forever. What do you anyway? Uh, what are you spending this week? Anyway, anyway. So I, uh, I yes, I dumped my premiums uh my spotify subscription um so i've been listening to plex and my my own digital collection quite a bit and i'm really loving it uh i did listen to spotify release radar again i'm got the free version going here by the way i did not receive or did did not get any ads or anything like that uh through the browser a couple times and i don't know if you noticed a couple times uh the music would stop like not in the middle of a song but stop between tracks and you could see that an ad was displayed like in the in the album window there was a picture of i think a spotify there was probably a spotify ad at that point Uh, i think on one occasion i had to basically start the player again and the next song came up so but no physical ads played. So I think I'm going to be able to survive and I'll be able to listen to my release radar when I want to and stick to my own personal collection the rest of the time. So yeah. uh, what I'm trying to say is that, yes, I did listen to release radar this week. Uh, there's a new Crowbar song. Actually, there's a new Crowbar album out. Yep. Uh, Crowbar is not new to my 
probably my pick of the week, or at least uh, I've talked about Crowbar quite a bit because I love the band. Yeah. Uh, so anything Crowbar, I'm all over top of it. So uh, new song, uh, I think it's the first single from their new album. Uh, the song is called Bleeding From Every Hole. <laughs> the album is called Zero and Below. Uh, I think it's, uh, it came out on Friday. I think it was a kind of officially released on Friday. Let's see if I can play a little tune here. It's, it's Crowbar. There's no doubt about it. This song just fucking rips though, man. I just, uh... I just rips it. I don't know. Is that too loud for you there? Oh, no, I can, I I can hear it. Yeah, so um, I haven't listened to the rest of the album yet, but it's something that, um, that I definitely want to check out further. I, Yeah, like I said, I, I just I love the band. So. Great band. Great fucking band. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's my pick of the week this week. I know that I listened to both your songs. You have a Holocaust song. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't know that I've got that ready to go. But Holocaust is Holocaust and Diamond Head. Uh, well, there's others obviously around that time. They're they're one of the one of the pioneers, I guess, if you want to say it, of the new wave of heavy uh, metal, new wave of British heavy metal. Uh, I'm not sure how familiar you, familiar you are uh, of this band, but I just love this stuff. That that one album, this album is called um, shit. Oh, what's the album called? Um, the album's called the the Nightcomers. Uh, this particular song that I got for you was um, was called Death or Glory. Yeah. Uh, just this whole album. I don't know if you you are familiar with it or not, but like I said, it, this whole album is awesome. Uh, I think you know. I think Holocaust Holocaust is still around, or at least they were through the 2010s and stuff like that. So, yeah. but this early stuff is just fantastic. I, uh, let's I see. know of the band through again my favorite band Metallica. They covered Holocaust yeah. on Garage Days, and they covered the song "The Small yes. Hours." So I am familiar. So when they played them, I went back and I listened to a bunch of their stuff. Um, and again, yeah, you can see where their influences come from. Like, it's cool to hear these cool bands and where their influences come from, like this. And yeah, like, great band. You know, I wish I saw, I've never yeah. seen them live. I wish I saw them live. Oh. I also know that uh, Six Feet Under covered a song, too. I, it was either Death or Glory or. Uh, yeah, that's what uh, this song is. This song is called Death or Glory. Let me yeah. see if I'll turn it up a little bit here. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I just I love that track. I love the album though. It's it's just so good. So yeah, check out the rest of the album if you're a fan of that song. Like you said, you're Metallica covered these guys. Yeah. So uh, so so check it out. I've been listening to a lot of that early stuff though, from like a lot of stuff from Britain. Even even uh, Samson. Uh, Samson is um, the band that Bruce Dickinson was in before he joined Iron Maiden. Yep. Uh, they came out with three albums, I think, um, with with Bruce. And uh, he goes by Bruce Bruce, uh, by the way, on those in that band, which is kind of funny. Bruce Bruce. Bruce, Bruce. Um, but yeah, I've been listening to all that stuff. It's just fucking awesome, man. It's oh, just, yeah. 
it's just you know what it's 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 timeless too it's uh, some music is just you know you listen to it again it sounds fluffy or dated or just doesn't sound very good like this i've been listening to lots it's just so awesome really good stuff the classics never die no they don't actually um there's a label i forget the name of the label is reissuing all of that uh all of those all three of those samson albums on colored vinyl uh they are out it is out later this month uh i scooped those up i my purchase i pre-ordered that stuff because it's just it's so good and i think it's being released re-released on vinyl for the first time so yeah good stuff that's awesome the one other thing i want to ask you since you're going back and re-listening to your digital collection did you find these guys to going back and re-listening to your stuff or was it did it come up somewhere how did these guys pop into your no, I think I think both Holocaust and Samson. I think I uh, I was um, it was my music night in Canada, which we haven't had for a little bit. We haven't had one this year in 2022 yet. I don't think. Yep. Uh, so my my music night in Canada is where a bunch of us across BC get together uh, on well virtually and just play some tunes. It's something we used to do in purpose on in person. Uh, so I was. Uh, for one of my themes, I was it was the new wave of British heavy metal, but I wanted to play stuff that, like everybody knows about uh, Def Leppard, and I mean, is Judas Priest considered a new wave of British heavy heavy metal? Probably, yeah. um, even Iron Maiden, I guess. Uh, you know, everybody knows about these bands, so I wanted to pick some stuff that was maybe a little bit more obscure, some stuff that people maybe have not heard of before. And it's kind of funny how some of this all comes together because there was a band that uh, Yannick from the third guitarist from Iron Maiden, Yannick Gers, he was in this band in there in the late uh, in the late seventies, early eighties, and then of course Bruce Dickinson was in was in Samson, and it's just funny how they all came together and now they're both in Iron Maiden, and yeah, it's just cool. how it all ties together, I guess, over over time. Anyways, I came up with, or I tried to, you know, research some of these bands that other people may not have heard of. So, uh, Holocaust was one of those bands that oh, that I knew of, but I, I certainly looked into them. I think a little bit more, and I played one of their songs. I forget which one, you know, during these music nights and stuff. So, but yeah, to listen to it again on my digital collection, just awesome. Fucking just rips. Eh? The song that you, a Death or Glory, the one we just played there, is Six Feet Under covered this song. So that's how I kind of knew oh, okay. about that. Because yep. uh, they came through town, I had to interview them once, so I listened to a bunch of their shit. And I remember this song being a standout. And now going back and re-listening to it and not putting the pieces together, it's cool to see that this was covered by them. And that's, you know, just yeah. goes back to show you that these classics, again, these classics never die. Nope, nope, that's right. Um... I always find myself going back to and listening to this stuff and even into the seventies, the seventies is when uh, a lot of bands, a lot of new bands uh, I've discovered, like I've never heard of before. And so, because there is so much great stuff from back then. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I always love that. I always love finding a gem or a, a uh, an artist that's is, is just so cool. And you kind of wonder, well, what happened to them? Why didn't they make it bigger? Why didn't I hear of them? you know, sooner. Um, because yeah, some of them are so good. Yeah. And it's a shame more people doesn't, don't, you know, recognize that. No, I agree with that. 
Uh, I wanted to ask you, we don't really talk about TV much anymore, but one of the shows that you made me watch or that you recommended to me was a show called Killing Eve. And Killing yes. Eve, just as season four is out, I think you said there's three episodes out. Are you up to date on yes. Killing Eve? Is it is it wrapping up in a good way? What's going on? With I, I'm not. I'm not, actually. It's on the list. Uh, like you said, season four has started. It's the final season. Three episodes are out, or at least I think the third one is out today. Um, I have, we have not started watching it yet, Okay. so I can't, uh, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm hoping it's, um, it doesn't disappoint. Um, I, I, yeah, it should be, it should be good though. It should be good. Uh, what, what I have been watching was Pam and Tommy. We talked to, uh, Steve Stebbing a little while ago. He gave us an exclusive, uh, I guess at that point, because it wasn't, it hadn't been released yet. Uh, he had a... He was able to watch the entire season, all eight episodes, I believe. Uh, kind of gave us a little bit of a uh, inside scoop of what it was going to be all about. Yep. Uh, I'm, you know what? I'm, I, I guess I'm enjoying it. Uh, I think parts or, or episode seven was just released this week, and I'm, I am all caught up on it. It's enjoyable. Uh, obviously, I'm interested because. It's music related, you know, with Tommy Lee and, you know, Motley Crue, of course, although obviously Motley Crue isn't really featured in the series. Yeah. Um, and obviously Pamela Anderson, everybody knows who Pamela Anderson is. Uh, I was uh, way back in those days in the, here, here's, here's kind of a, here's, here's a claim to fame, if you want to put it that way. Okay, let's go. Um, okay, let's go. Uh, I was, uh, my first marriage, we got married in Mexico in shit. i what year was that? I think it was 1995. I think, it, and it was right around the time that Pam and Tommy got married. Um, they got married in Cancun. We got married in Cancun and you know what? We didn't get married because of them, obviously, or yeah. in, we, we, we did not, I don't, I don't even think we knew that Pam and Tommy got married at that down in Cancun or whatever. Anyways, and we did not know this at the time, but the same justice of peace or minister or whoever he was, the same person who married us, married Pam and Tommy. Holy shit. Yeah. Maybe that's why our marriage didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> I could joke about that now, but uh, yeah, nothing bad to say. Obviously, we weren't meant to each other. We shit happens. We grew apart. Whatever. Yeah. So no, you know, nothing, nothing bad to say about that. But it's just kind of uh, we we like I said, we didn't know at the time. I think we were we picked up some music magazine or something like that when we got home. Maybe we were flipping through it. There were pictures of uh, Pam and Tommy's wedding. Of course, and and of course the minister who performed the ceremony, uh, and it had his name there and everything like that. And sure enough, it's the same guy. So uh, so that was kind of cool. That's so, awesome. uh, however, so that is my claim to fame, I guess, on that business. However, regarding the video itself of Pam and Tommy, their sex tape. Uh, obviously, at the time, I was hey, I heard about this. I am a guy. I tried to f track that tape down. It was all over the internet, obviously, and I was able to get a copy of it. So I didn't pay for the video or anything like that, but everybody, I think, was trying to get their hands on that footage, and oh, uh, yeah. it's just kind of kind of funny now. Well, not funny, but it's kind of, you know, now that it's a TV series and stuff like that and uh, and all the hype that was going on at that time. So it kind of, the, the series kind of goes through all that, and 
and whatever. So it's so it's entertaining in that way. So I'm interested in that way for those reasons, I guess. But obviously, a big part of it is, and Steve Stebbing touched on this. A big part of it is Pamela Anderson and the bullshit that she went through, and not Tommy. The bullshit that she went through yeah. because of this leaked tape, and uh, it basically ruined her career. It, you know, it really did. And uh, did anything happen with Tommy Lee because of it? Well, no. He looks like a hero, I think, in, in the minds of a lot of guys, anyways. And it's just really sad how. How she was, yeah, just just what happened with her and how she was treated. It's just it's it's disgusting. It really is. It's just it's really sad. It's a, it's unfortunate. So again, I, I think you should watch it. Being a music fan, oh, yeah, being I, uh, you know, uh, you know, everybody knows who Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson are. So yeah, so check it out. Uh, and you, you did, I mean, Pamela Anderson was the pinup. Everybody knew who she was. So to find that tape, yeah. and you hear that she had this tape that came out and this new thing that was the internet was, you know, you could arguably say she launched the internet, you know, but uh, there was a story that broke and there's a Netflix uh, show coming out. Pamela Anderson is working on a new Netflix documentary and it'll be the tell all real story in a Netflix. It's like something about oh, a okay. film. So it's, she posted on her Instagram about it. No release okay, date or cool. like that, but it's going to be her side of the story because I think this company, Hulu, whoever produced the show, Disney, I think it's Disney, who the hell knows, but they reached out to her and she didn't want to be a part of it. So she's now okay. going to uh, release her side of the story, which I'm fascinated about. So I definitely want to watch this and then follow it up with, with that show. So yeah, I'm super, uh, super stoked on that. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'll, I'll be watching for that as well. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're right. I, I was wondering, I didn't, I wasn't sure how much involvement she had, if any, in this TV series. Um, you know, regardless, it's not trying to, well, I shouldn't say it's not trying to, I don't know if it is, it may be, I don't know. It's, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, um, is it trying to, Glamour? Oh, no, not glamorized, not capitalized, not, um, you know, I, basically, I don't know if it's, if it's portraying her in, in the right way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think it, it does show that she was treated like shit though, overall. Oh, yeah. And that's, you know, it's, um, it's something that was very private. Uh, people were probably accusing them of, you know, releasing releasing it on purpose as a publicity stunt, and you know, obviously, I don't think that's the case at all. Um, and again, just how it affected her life, and um, yeah, it's it's uh, it sucks to be a woman. Uh, us guys, especially, obviously, are uh, we just didn't treat them uh, with the respect that they deserve. They are no different than we are, and. Uh, she got, you know, screwed around a bunch royally because of it. Yeah, a bunch because of that, because of what happened. So, and she didn't ask for it. No, right. So, so I mean, that's the thing. She didn't ask for it. Yeah. And she's doing a so. bunch of good work. She's a planetary or a humanitarian now. And she's doing a bunch of good work for PETA and stuff. So she's a, honestly a good person. And she's Canadian, born here in BC, Lady Smith, I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, but, um, yeah, I've been watching. I mean, we don't talk about TV much, but uh, every Friday I try to do movie night. My old man, we watched the uh, Suicide Squad spinoff, Peacemaker. So uh, yeah. we're halfway through that. Hopefully, going to finish the rest of the episodes this week, and you know that's cool. that's that moving forward. But uh, pretty heavy show. Anything else you want to say today? 
I don't think so, man. Uh, yeah, we covered a lot of shit again, and um, uh, yeah, I think that's enough enough for today. Enough for the Try day. to go back and learn some more and uh, see what else is going on in the world today. And I'm busy at work, man. So I've, you know what? So once we're done here, I've got some fucking work to do. So, oh, shit. Uh, so I guess I better fucking get going. <laughs> um, next week, my personal trainer Hannah Fletcher is joining us. Uh, so cool. that'll be a good conversation. So I'm looking forward to that chat. But that's next week. We'll say goodbye this week. You can find us wherever you get your podcast from. Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, and of course, Google Podcasts. Black, Indigenous, and People of Color Lives Matter. Fuck cancer. Science is real. Get vaccinated. And please don't be an ass. Wear your goddamn mask. If you like this podcast, make sure to hit that subscribe button on whatever platform it is you're listening on. If you didn't like this podcast, we'll try harder next week. Thank you for listening. Stay healthy, stay safe. We will talk to you soon. Bye. So you just wasted between 15 minutes and two hours of your time? Was it worth it? Nope. But you have more time to kill, you say? Find out about everything you just listened to and more at oldmenwhoyellatclouds.com. 